0: suggested taking turns doing uh the monologues
1: i was trying to be nice
0: well this (laughs) is what being nice looks like
1: i gotta be meaner all right (laughs) so welcome back to the spook everyone if you're new here it's a mini version of our bigger show the spook show In the spook boone and myself each select from a movie from the same genre within the horror world We discuss, analyze, and count arbitrary points on random topics to rank them in the ever-growing list of spooky flicks watched on the show. So this month, we're getting into killer animals, specifically giant legless danger noodles. That's right. Ophidophobics, beware. We're going to talk about snacks. In the real world, (laughs) the largest that a snake it will get is the green anaconda, which gets up to about thirty feet long and weighs three hundred and fifty pounds. I know what you're saying, pretty fucking big, Neff. You'd be right. For modern day, the killer snakes in this film, uh, in these films that we're watching today, take after the uh, take after the ten million years gone, Titanoboa. I was going to say the scientific name to sound all smart and shit, but I had a hard enough time just learning how to say a fitophobia, which by the way, if you look that up, it looks funky. All right. So, so a fitophobia, say that three times fast, motherfuckers. Why must the words that describe fear be so gosh dang scary? Anyway, the Titanoboa grew up to about 40 or 50 feet long. That might not sound much bigger than your average anaconda, but the Titanoboa also weighed twenty five hundred pounds seriously this fucker was thicker than most suvs damn nature you scary sure hollywood's fascination with killer giants with giant killer snakes has been around for a while but there is something a bit more fear inducing about reptiles that reach anywhere near the size of these man-eating monsters and the movies we're talking about tonight take a good deal of inspiration from the modern day giants merged with their fossilized granddaddies And we've even got a killer animal guest star, courtesy of some very hungry, very angry crocodiles. Let me tell you, these fuckers are just as scary as the snakes. Fun fact of the day, these dinosaurs can climb low-lying mangroves to launch, to launch, to launch, to launch, (sighs) launch.
0: Yeah, Lange like a lunch sounds like a blend of sounds like a blend of launch and lunch, and that they're basically doing both. So I'm going to allow it. This
1: is it. very true. This is very true. Uh, but they they attack aerial assaults on birds from these trees. Not only can they run 20 miles an hour, but they can climb fucking trees. Seriously, these reptiles are scarier in real life than in fiction. The flicks we'll be covering tonight represent a tale as old as time about about giant man eating monsters you could probably be lucky enough to bump into in the real world and the dummies who have a tendency to get gobbled up by them. It's hard to tell which is scarier, the thought of being swallowed alive or the terrible CGI. So which slices of deadly hug-related horror are we talking about tonight? From 2001, we have Boa, also known as New Alcatraz, also known as Snow Snake, also known as Santa Snake. About an ancient snake who's just chilling in Antarctica before a group of maniacs decide to build a maximum security prison right on top of it. And from 2015, we have Lake Placid versus Anaconda. Oh, yeah. The showdown of, of the century, the cold-blooded face-off everyone's been clamoring for, and no one asked for. The slugfest we've spent decades pondering over. Forget Freddy versus Jason, motherfuckers, because we've got snakes in the lake and crocs on the dock. That's right. You heard me. <laughs> <laughs> so sit down and snuggle up tight, but not so tight that your hair eyes pop out of your skull as we discuss the funge of giant snakes wreaking havoc on humanity. Snakes. I'm a slippery snack. Let's go. <laughs> I do that in tight. Snacks. <laughs> Damn that hat for being $10. (laughs) Too much.
0: (laughs) Fucking $10 snake hats. They're not even made out of real snakes. No, I don't want
1: them to be made out of real snakes. That's horrible. I love snakes.
0: Yeah, they're cool. you
1: kidding me? Titanoboa, I would own you. I would die, but I would own you. Yeah,
0: you'd be lunch. Lunch. (laughs)
1: Launch. I also could not afford to keep it. Hey, you have to Wouldn't feel be the be fucking honest. thing, goats. Oh my god, do you know what would be a good first meal? My dad.
2: Oh shit.
1: <laughs>
2: that's just... That's wrong.
1: The snake gives me more hugs <clears throat> than my father. Yeah,
0: but they're death hugs. Deathly hugs. Yes. <laughs> that's an amazing script. I was all neffy. With a little, a, a little, a brief little edit of, by me, a little, little bit of, of, a little bit of just like, I just kind of, you had, it was all your ideas. I just kind of formulated them into the layout of the traditional monologues. So that's, so, that's all I really did.
1: So the only downside to Lake Placid versus Anaconda is that there's no Betty White, but they make up for it with Swamp Pirates.
0: Well, we're going out of order, then, because, like, we'd go chronologically, Boa is first. We gotta talk about I Boa. I meant to add that
1: to the monologue, is, is, is what
2: I meant. Oh, I'm but yeah, well, pirate like, I, I
0: took I took your Swamp Pirate thing out, just because it didn't, I couldn't, I wanted to keep it in, but I couldn't see a good place to for it to flow into, and I was like, you know what, we're gonna talk about Swamp Pirate when we get into the movie, so, like, there's gonna be plenty of Swamp Pirate chatter.
1: But I was really come. proud to call it a swamp pirate. Yeah, but yes, you coined so the term into... swamp
0: pirate. I didn't come up with that. That was all you.
1: Um, so... And I was
0: like, yeah, that's perfect, because that's exactly what he was. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he was. I loved him. But let's go into our first movie of the night that we watched, and that was the yeah, my pick, BOA. Which so,
0: is just my pick.
1: What'd you think?
0: So a little little pre-screening history on boa like i've known of the existence of boa for a while because it was it came out in 2001 which is there's a, a few giant snake movies like the python came out around the same time there were there mm-hmm. were a few giant snake movies that came out around that time yeah and i i at one point back back around that time i got python on dvd i don't have it anymore i think i got rid of it at some point but like i so i i Got Python and watched that. I never, like, I knew of BOA, but I never got to see it. And I was like, it was probably fun. Um, BOA was not specifically what I selected for this month. I selected Mm -hmm. a film called New Alcatraz, which was about a prison, a maximum security prison built in Antarctica that winds up uh, disturbing a giant ancient snake that gets very angry and very hungry
2: and i I was like
1: for just one sure so it wasn't until i was writing that the monologue that it clicked why it was called new alcatraz
0: because it's the new alcatraz the inescapable prison
1: for some weird reason my brain was not my brain was like what is alcatraz someplace down in south america or something like I had a complete and utter brain. Fart. Oh no! <laughs> like, it was really bad.
0: So no, I, I chose and I chose New Alcatraz like for a couple of reasons. One, I saw Mark Shepard was in it, and I was like, "Oh, I love that guy." Which I like this- Mark Shepard. He was the dude who played uh, the Russian, the main Russian, oh, like the main, the main criminal so guy.
1: Familiar with his little buggy eyes.
0: Yeah, the main criminal guy in the prison. Um, I was like mm-hmm. Mark Shepard fighting a giant snake. That sounds fun, and and then like I I appreciated the fact that it wasn't just called name of giant CGI CGI snake that's going to be doing all the eating in the movie. Right. It was called something different that was kind of clever and and seemed kind of fun. So I went with New Alcatraz. Then I went looking for New Alcatraz to discover that New Alcatraz was just the original title of the film that was eventually released known as Boa. Mm-hmm. So roundabout way of getting to fucking Boa, which also like, and also like they're listed as separate entries. If you look up giant killer snake movies on Google, mm-hmm. it'll pull up a list of films. Boa and New Alcatraz are both on this list as separate right. entries. And one says it's got Mark Shepard in it, which it does. The other one is like, well, it's, it stars Dean Kane, which it does. But I was like, I don't want to watch the Superman giant snake movie. I want to watch the Mark Shepard giant snake movie. And then after getting the finding out it's the same movie and seeing the movie, I still feel like I want to see the Mark Shepard giant snake movie more than the Dean Cain giant snake movie.
1: It's sad that I was going to pick Boa.
0: <laughs> that would have been hilarious.
1: That would have been... Very interesting, but then Lake Placid caught my eyes, and you know how much yeah. I love Lake Placid.
0: <laughs> so, so yeah, Boa, um, which starts out like I, I had about as high hopes as you could from this type of movie. Um, mm-hmm. when it starts off with that text scrawl, um, talking about the prison getting built and everything like that. And I'm like, Oh shit. This is giving me some major, like escape from New York style vibes only instead of New York and they're just being gangs. It's prisoners versus a giant snake Mm
2: -hmm.
0: down in Antarctica. I'm like, this could be cool. Um, and then we get introduced to, um, the, um, Oh, no, that was right, the the fucking, the movie starts and the the opening credits start. And, um, the title drop doesn't come until midway through the opening credits. Right,
1: right. Like, it just,
0: it just kind of gets, and there's no, like, you know, clever logo, or it doesn't really stand out at all. It just looks like Boa could have been the company that did craft services for this movie. Because it's, it's, it's not even, like, before or after the principal cast. It's, like, in the middle. Like, between the fucking director of photography and the guy who did the music. Like, right in the middle. Which is weird. <laughs> like, I don't see that happen in movies. Um... I got it confused with the one we watched on Monday, Scream of the Devil. I was like, because Scream of the Devil, like, the, it had the opening credits, and then it started playing the movie, and then it went back to opening credits, which was also just really fucking weird. <laughs> so I saw in my notes something about the opening credits, so I'm like, was that this movie that did that? No, they just planted the title right in the middle of them at the weirdest, most awkward place ever. Yeah. Um... And then we we get taken into the prison and I love how, like, right off the bat, like, you know exactly what type of movie it is just based on the fact that, you know, the people, the people in charge, like, really don't give a fuck if they're about to blow up the billion dollar supermax prison they just took all the time and effort to build in Antarctica by mm-hmm. just telling the eggheads to drill through a rock that could contain highly compressed gas that might cause them all to die in a fiery explosion. He's <laughs> mm-hmm. just like, ah, fuck it, time is dollars. Drill through the rock. Um,
1: fuck up the multi-probably trillion-dollar project.
0: Yeah, It's just like, like, so that level of dumbness is present throughout the entirety of the movie. <laughs> Like, the people in charge are, like, beyond dumb.
1: Yeah, they really fucking are. Like, it is, the the level of stupidity from the higher-ups, it's like, how did you even get this fucking position? Yeah. Like, and, the and, cracker box? Like, it, I'm it, pretty sure that's where you pulled this out of.
0: Yeah, and it, it draws into question how this prison was ever even meant to function when, like the rescue team gets down there and apparently the only person who can get in or out of the fucking prison is the guy who just came in on the plane on the rescue mission how the fuck were these people going to like the guards and everything gonna go out and get supplies <laughs> like, I, I'm, I'm, they I'm assuming leave. the
1: rescue team is the same team as the supply team like
0: I guess, but, like, they just can't leave, ever? Like, that seems like a huge... Like, how do they accept new prisoners? Like, none of this makes logical sense whatsoever. Also, I loved the, um... (laughs) I loved the central hub of of one seat in a room covered in monitors and them explaining it as it's so like one man can keep track of everything in the in the prison and it's like no they fucking can't because there are way too many screens all over the place for one person to keep track of even like half of them
1: I mean, you struggle in Five Nights of Freddy with, you know, what you got in front of you. So yeah. you got a room full of screens. What the fuck's going to happen? And this so is going to go down.
0: And this is proven like both when the snake first makes its presence known where people are getting picked off on camera and the dude monitoring the cameras just doesn't really see it happen or doesn't yeah. care that it's happening, like there was that weird scene where he sends the one guard in to the tunnel that the snake bored out through the side of the wall.
2: Yeah, but then, then he gets all up he, in
1: arms about having to send more of them out. Like,
0: yeah, either then,
1: care or don't
2: care. And,
0: and and like that guy, like his name was oh, that's right, his name was Jenkins because I was like Jenkins. Haha, Leroy Jenkins was the first to eat it or get Leroy eaten rather.
1: Rod Jenkins.
0: Yep, he didn't even have chicken like how like I I just feel like that dude gave like really fucking did not like that, that guard for some reason that we were never made aware of because not only does he basically see him get if not killed at least like attacked briefly on the monitors when the two eggheads show up to like check on what's happening he doesn't warn them at all he's just like just go in the tunnel go in the fucking tunnel like I can't reach the guard guy. Go go check on him.
1: And it's not part of their job, uh, technically. Yeah. Like,
2: yeah. <laughs>
1: like what? I'm sorry. If you have this high security of an establishment, and it's paid for presumably by you know the different countries of the world, I highly doubt they're going to put these knuckleheads in charge. And I highly doubt the guard team is going to be what seems to be so undertrained. Like, they do not seem prepared for any... I mean, they're supposed to be dealing, like... Granted, Hacker Boy was not one of them. Like, I wouldn't have expected him to really be able to put up a fight. Right. Um, But, like, you've got someone from from the IRA. Or not the IRA. The uh, uh, Irish...
0: Yeah, yeah. Irish Criminal Organization. I I don't remember the name either. I don't want to get it wrong. It might actually be IRA. I can't remember.
1: I just, that doesn't and also, right. the, also <laughs> yeah. i don't
0: i don't feel like they, they they like she like i think it was just i don't remember them saying that she was a part of that unless i missed it
1: she did they did
0: oh okay i just mm-hmm. assumed like okay tough irish chick because mm-hmm. <laughs> that was that was essentially her entire character for the most part but like what was the like, quinn i think quinn was the lead guard's name um Like, the fact that, like, how much he apparently hated Jenkins really shines through when the rescue team gets there, and he's talking about how many men he loses, and he gets the count wrong. He's like, he's like, I already lost three men to this thing. It's like, uh, fucker, you lost four men. (laughs) Justice for Jenkins. Like, how much did you fucking hate Jenkins? Like, what happened? (laughs) Because you're just, like, so concerned about losing your men to this thing, but you just forget that he was one of them. it's like jesus oh, that's cold
1: it is really cold
0: <laughs> um but i did i did at least at first i appreciated that they at least tried to um posit a some pseudoscience reason as to how a giant snake could still be alive buried in yep. antarctica like with the whole um uh nitrogen inert gas thing just preserving thing things and keeping it from aging and i'm like okay fair enough but like if it's alive down there like what's it been eaten A- and also like is is like like if i just immersed myself in nitrogen and learned how to breathe it would i just live forever
1: i think part of it also has to do with the snake like and this is just me like pseudosciencing it yeah Like the the so the com- combination of cryogenics and the nitrogen is what preserved the snake, and then the steam pipe or the we'll heat, get back thing, up. yeah, melted whatever was okay. around it. And that's why it's awake now. So it was
0: basically in stasis down there.
1: Uh, yeah, and I think that's what they were trying to imply. They just didn't yeah, do a very they, good job of it. Like
0: they, like I appreciated that they tried, but like that, mm-hmm. it was kind of like a half-assed try because, because. Yeah. Be, before long like any sense of like trying to do like any kind of science logic e- even stretching science logic to like explain like what this thing is and why it's there um, and how it's still alive like they just abandoned that
2: completely. Oh, yeah, to, the sure. po- to
0: the point that the fact that they included it at all kind of feels annoying um, but I appreciate that they tried at least at the start to do something to explain why this snake is even here um, and then so we get that, and then I think after that we get a brief scene of we we meet Mark Shepard and um his cohorts,
2: mm-hmm.
0: who uh oh no 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 ne- next we we get the introduction of Dean Kane giving a lecture.
1: Oh, is that Dean Kane?
0: That yeah, the main science guy was Dean Kane, formerly kind of looks Superman. like the
1: dude from um. Jerry Maguire.
0: Tom Cruise.
1: Oh, is that who the lead is in? In Jerry
0: Maguire? Yeah, Jerry Maguire? it's Tom Cruise in Cuba Gooding Jr. Oh, never
1: mind. <laughs> I'm thinking of a different movie. Um, what else has he been in?
0: Dean Kane? Mm hmm. Um, it's not a
1: name that rings bells, V.
0: He was primarily known for um The Adventures of Lois and Clark, which was like a Superman uh, show that aired in the 90s. It was like it was like a weird Superman. Like it was about Superman, I but it was mostly Superman about now. Clark and Lois's relationship, but occasionally there was Superman shit that got thrown in. Oh, so it um, was basically
1: the romance.
0: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I I remember watching it fairly regularly when it was on, but I was young enough that, like, I don't really have much of a memory of it. I And I think Wait. I was mostly just watching it, because, like, it's a Superman show at a time when, like, comic book shows just didn't exist. Yeah. Because uh, it was, like, pre-Smallville and, like, all the, the, uh, the CW, DC stuff, like, decades before that. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I... <laughs> I like how he's giving some some bullshit lecture and apparently this motherfucker seriously just put his wife in the audience as a plant to counter any snarky comments anyone made about his bullshit theory being a bullshit theory no one believes in. But like as soon as she's like, "Well, well somebody believes it cuz I do." He pulls her up and immediately outs her as his wife and admits that still no one wants to believe his bullshit theory because the only person other person who believes it is his wife so it's mm-hmm. just it's just a really weird convoluted way of introducing both characters honestly but especially the wife
1: character <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Um,
1: not nearly as tactful as jurassic park and, there and was oh my did
0: you pick up on that how these two are apparent are like almost carbon like bad carbon copy uh copies of um alan grant and ellie Sattler from jurassic park
1: there's a dollar store version mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i also like oh no i picked that up the moment he was It's really left, obvious i'm um, like he's 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 a dr grant with a little bit of indiana jones it, He's
0: trying. it took me it took me until the scene where they're at the dig right before they get pulled away on this top secret mission to apparently do fucking nothing um
2: mm-hmm.
0: where where they're just arguing in front of the entire dig team very loudly about how she doesn't want to have kids and he really does want to have kids and i'm right? like i'm like jurassic park did this better Jurassic Park did did this with some tact And also gave us characters that Despite having this disagreement Actually seemed to care about each other Also Jurassic Mm -hmm. Park paid off that Fucking uh, character arc By then forcing Alan Grant to deal With two snot nosed kids In a life or death situation Coming out the other end being like you know what Kids aren't that bad I could be down with this In this it's just there to fill out their characters With very generic fucking traits like, we don't even... Yeah. I, I was like, the only payoff, if any, we're gonna get from this is that the wife character is gonna be so fucking traumatized by ki- giant killer snakes that when they're finally escaping at the end, she's gonna be like, you know what, fuck my career, fuck adventure, fuck a baby into me right now because I don't want to deal with this shit anymore. We didn't even get that. Like, it would have been dumb. It would have been a dumb payoff, but at least it would have been a payoff for having to deal with that prolonged scene, which just basically reintroduces their characters from the last scene they were in, and then they get reintroduced again when it cuts to them on the plane flying down to the prison. Like, they introduced these characters three times. The, The scene on the plane would have been fine. If that was the first time we met those two characters, it would have been fine, if not better. (laughs) Because everything up until that point, it did not make me like them at all.
1: (laughs) They weren't very noteworthy. No. They were very bland. Um, They were just, like, plot. They were very clearly plot devices. They were shoehorned
0: in, yeah. They felt very shoehorned in. So that they could put, like, starring Dean Cain on the promotional material.
1: Like honestly, it would have been fine if it was just you know the prison dealing with the giant snake. Yeah, I didn't need to bring in paleontologists. That- it even even to the point where like when they're in the room with the warden, um, and they're they're just like, "Well, we need your help with this," and they're like, "What are we supposed to do? We're paleontologists. We deal with dead things."
0: Yeah, and like, I'm like, "So, y- congratulations, <laughs> the writers shoehorned you into this." without Mm -hmm. really thinking it through, and both of you are useless. Basically. (laughs) Until suddenly they're not useless. Well, at least Dean Kane suddenly is not useless, because suddenly he knows all about how tram cars cause vibrations, which will attract the snake, and he comes up with the brilliant plan out of nowhere after everyone else is basically dead to be like, hey, what about the prisoners? We should just go enlist the prisoners to get out of here. They'll know how to escape prison cuz they're prisoners and prisoners are just born with that information in their heads.
1: <laughs> oh my god.
0: It's like I see like again it was very a very lazy way to bring cuz like the prisoners are like we get a bit of time with the prisoners and honestly it's the best part of the movie cuz like they're way more interesting characters than anyone else in the movie. <laughs> Like, pretty stereotypical, but still way more interesting, because Mark Shepard plays a great kind of villainous-type role, even though hearing him talk with a, uh, well, not Russian, Chechnyan, I guess, accent, was very kind of weird at first. Like, his accent was fine, but I could still hear his his actual voice kind of bleeding through, and it was making my head do fucking weird flips, because I'm like, what's going on? right um but yeah they were way more interesting than anyone else <laughs> and I was yeah I, and, a, and after that intro of like oh shit it's gonna be escape from New York with a giant snake in the snow like I was into that I was like yes that's what I want I want to see the prisoners like have to deal with this giant snake and also work with the guards like like at that point it's less escape from New York it's more assault on precinct 13 with a giant snake, but even that would have been infinitely cooler <laughs> than oh just God. Dean Kane just magic's fucking answers out of his asshole. I'm trying um, to figure
1: out like uh, I'm sorry, like I'm uh, uh I was looking to see if I could find out like how exactly boa constrictors uh slash um so the boa is the same species as it's just another term for basically an anaconda pythons Mm -hmm. are what's different from the constrict like they hunt the same way like as far as like yeah it's two different species two different species but there is nothing about vibration yeah they hunt with via sound
0: like no they hunt via like if they're like other snakes like they hunt via smell by flicking their tongue
1: and tasting the air uh they taste the air and like some some snakes have the ability to see heat Oh, right. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, like, that's why I was, like, trying to look at... And there's no specifics. They just basically usually go... Especially Nat Geo. Um, mm-hmm. It just goes into the specifics of them constricting and swallowing their prey whole, which I knew that already. And their behavior... And I think that's, like... They're not that aggressive.
0: <laughs> yeah, that... I mean, again, yeah. if you're gonna pseudoscience your way into explaining how this snake existed to even emerge from the ground also i was waiting for them to to do the reveal of like it was it was never a rock it was actually an egg they never did that no um but that would have been cool because then it means that the fucking snake that slithered out of there was a fucking baby and it was already that big that would have been a cool like oh shit moment
1: that would have been Um, really really cool actually but but
0: um, yeah. yeah, so they 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 go out of their way to do that, kind of lazily, and then yeah, they never never once like explain like why this thing is so aggressive and so fucking hungry that it's just gobbling mm-hmm. people up, either gobbling people up or just straight up murdering people left and right. Like
2: mm-hmm.
0: it, it it's like snakes don't usually work like that. Like I can see it like waking up after a billion years, getting pretty hungry, like that that would have been enough for me but they didn't even go that far as far no, as no it's
1: just it's just irrationally aggressive and it makes no sense it's also not any snake that exists for one no. they show <laughs> it having Well, like it do, it's not even based on it's it's like they cut and frankensteined this snake so it's got a prehensile fucking tail for yeah, one yeah it's got
0: a scorpion tail
1: it's like got it's a little like... it's got a little not a scorpion tail it's literally it's just it's like a devil tail
0: yeah, but like it's yeah. prehensile, but it's also like pointy yeah. enough to just skewer people left well, and right.
2: Yeah. Which it and uses then also, as huh? a
0: weapon, like, a lot.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it right. uses
0: it uses its tail to skewer people more than it does eat them or constrict yeah. them. It's a right? boa constrictor that doesn't like constricting no. things. Is this maybe a problem for your
1: it's giant a killer bit of snake a movie? But that's okay. It's not actually a constrictor of any sort. To be to be perfectly honest, it it fucking has fangs. Which constrictors oh, yeah, yeah. do not have fangs. They have little tiny teeth. Yeah. They don't. They don't need fangs because they don't they inject don't, venom yeah, they or don't anything. They're venom. not venomous. Or, yeah, venomous. They're not venomous. I was making sure I was using the correct yeah. term of deadly. Um, so like they shouldn't have fangs. They just should have neat little, like little chiclet, sharp chiclet teeth mm-hmm. that, that they use to grab. They use it to, as, latch as on, kind yeah. Of, yeah, to latch on to help move it. Yeah. Um, it, it's, it's very frustrating because I think they also, when it opens its mouth, I think it also has like a poison pocket <laughs> and I'm just like, <laughs>
0: they just took like a fucking rattlesnake and like scaled it up and then like deleted the rattle at the end of it and that's why the tail looks so weird
1: and they deleted the poison because i'm pretty sure you would have gotten bitten by that fucker and it wouldn't have had anything and there's nothing there is nothing in the the snake world that i am aware of in the research that i've done and i've done a lot of research just because i do want to snake myself like yeah. there's nothing this like that so like (laughs) once they showed the snake and like actually showed it like the the in all of its glorious Horrid CGI.
0: It's not good CG.
1: No, it's not. And and not to say that either of these movies had good CGI. No, but,
0: like... but I I I don't know. For like the fr- we'll we'll get more into it when we get to the next movie, but like yeah. the initial introduction of the creatures in Lake Placid versus Anaconda, I was like, "Oh my god, that's some horrid CG. But as the movie went along, I kind of got it. In- I got into it.
1: Yeah. Cuz no, at I least mean-
0: they at least seemed like they were like they they didn't look real, but they at least seem to have physical presence in the environment around them, as opposed to the one in this, which is just literally a squiggle of of computer animation just whipping around.
1: And it's so it's just it's so horrid. And like I just, I just like this. It's not a snake. It's some bastardized bastardized version of of what a snake should be. Like it has. And I know it's a movie you're supposed to suspend, suspend fiction, but at the same suspend time... Suspend disbelief, yeah. Yeah, suspend disbelief, but, but the like, movie
0: should help you get there.
1: Yeah, it should help you like, get there, and it should give tiny leaps, because the scariest part about the killer animal things, to me, as I stated in the monologue, is the fact that their real-life versions are already pretty fucking terrifying. Yeah, nature's oh, done half the work for you. Yeah, all you really need to do is scale the fucker up, like... Yeah. And and I appreciate them trying to be you know interesting by having like a new prison and all this stuff and that's how it yeah uncovered. that
0: part was way cooler than yeah the giant snake plot
1: <laughs> which yeah, took over like, like they should have nixed the snake and maybe put in something like more believable that they could like a made up monster maybe that they could
0: well, you could even stick with a snake and given how ancient the fucking rock was you just like make your own snake
1: yeah like don't make make, make up your own
0: snake and also like don't bother going into details on Mm-mm. the snake. just keep it a giant snake that like eliminate the fucking paleontologist from the movie straight out yeah like, they don't needed. they don't need to be there they only complicate the situation mm-hmm. uh because if you keep it with the guards and the prisoners, then they they're not gonna know what the fuck to do. they're not gonna know shit about this. So right. then, it just becomes a story of trying uh, of survival. It's a survival story. It's like tremors. It's like grabbers. It's something more akin to that, which is a lot easier to suspend your disbelief for, because then it's more about mm-hmm. these characters that you you were getting to know that are well developed, facing this adversary that you're also kind of getting to know that's being developed, and the and, yeah. the, and the feud between them as one tries to kill and survive the other. Like, that's exactly. way more, it's simple. Like, it's, I mean, it's the not, it doesn't have to be this complicated.
1: Yeah, the paleontologists added nothing
2: no. to the story
1: because, it I didn't... mean, the Russian, uh, you keep saying his name, but I've already forgotten Mark it. Shepard. Um, uh, Mark
2: Shepard.
0: Yuri, Yuri, I think, was the Yuri. character name. Yeah. The most so, generic, like, like, Eastern European name ever.
1: He was the reason they made it out. He yeah. had the, he had the plan. plan. He and had that was cool. Going. Like, And, like, they were just literally there to be plot device, Like, from the end to the beginning, they were nothing more than a plot device. And I'm utterly upset that Mark Shepard died. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they did not. Although it did give an, even though it was horrible CGI, it did give an epic shot of the giant snake flying loose from the butt of the plane. <laughs> that was probably the
0: best CGI in the movie. <laughs> yeah, um,
1: it, was, it was the best scene in the... Well, actually, anything with Mark Shepard in it was acceptable, Yeah, but the giant snake flying through the air like a graceful noodle was...
0: Yeah, And, and never mind Shepherd the fact there. that like even even the pretense that they go and pick up these two random paleontologists out of mm-hmm. the middle of Montana or wherever the fuck they are, like, even even the premise for why they want them doesn't make any sense because they want them because they found a giant hollow rock buried deep in Antarctica.
1: Wouldn't you want, I don't know, a geologist? A geologist? No, no. No, well, you, go, point... you go
0: to the paleontology, because cause even at that point, well, at that point it wasn't even clear if they knew that the snake had slithered out of there. Because right. where that scene comes in, like... It, it, it had just killed a couple of people but we didn't know um if Quinn had raised the alarm on it or if he'd even seen enough to know so we didn't know uh, we only know that they they came here because of the rock which they had already said in the beginning that they were gonna send some out for somebody to look at the rock and get a better like idea of what the fuck it is and, and how it's there and everything like that and like what could be in it so even even for that, wouldn't you want a geologist? <laughs> and if you do know there's a giant snake there, wouldn't you want a snake expert?
2: <laughs> yeah. Neither, uh, neither uh, way do these two make
0: a herpetologist. Wouldn't you want one of them? Like, so no uh, either side of this, either they know about the giant snake or they don't know about the giant snake. Either way, picking those two... With their profession makes no sense whatsoever.
1: They don't even have that much. Like they have, they had a little bit of field research because Superman stated that him and his uh, wife, yeah, went to Antarctica a couple years ago. So they've got that going for them. But like they don't really have a whole bunch of field research. Like whereas, like if you look at Doctor Grant and his, where they dating at the time or were they, they were actually dating. married no they were um, i think they were just dating you know if you look at them they have lots but of, it's uh, it's implied that they have lots of experience in what they're doing so it makes sense
0: that yeah
2: they're
0: called to, right? well that well and we know that they're experienced like honestly like aside from the fact that we meet them at a dig site digging up raptor bones like mm-hmm. the only reason we know that they are authorities in their field is because john hammond comes to see them and recruits them specifically because they're experts in their field so right. we're kind of told that. Um, but that's fine. Like we see them doing their work and then we see John Hammond come and authoritatively tell them and us as the audience, like, I want you because I want someone I want someone who knows this stuff and who's also who's also prone potentially to be on my side in this little dispute I'm having with my lawyer. And that's mm. fine. That works fine. Mm-hmm. Um this movie goes out of its way to build up the pedigree of their two scientist characters and it really Fail. just
2: kind of makes them useless. <laughs>
0: um, cause, yeah, because a huge number of their scenes are just unnecessary. Um, mm-hmm.
1: um, like, why are they going down in the tunnel? They have no combat experience. What the fuck do they expect to do?
0: Yeah, that's, Like, sending uh, a again, toddler yeah, into again, Iraq if they yeah because again if when they're being recruited they know about the giant snake already you don't want them you want someone like i don't know robert muldoon someone who has hunted these things and knows about them and knows how they work so that you have an edge to potentially kill or capture this creature you don't want the people who deal with the dead things No, (laughs) because then you're just gonna wind up with more dead things except for the thing you want dead they're gonna stand Mm -hmm. very firmly on the fact that you shouldn't be killing the thing you want dead
1: that's killing everyone else that they learn to bow to their reptile (laughs) (laughs) overlord
2: um Oh yeah, they get to the they yeah, I love that they the, the when the
0: rescue team comes, the plane comes with like literally not enough fuel to get back. Which what? I don't think they ever address. Like they got back to that plane and it was just ready to go. Um apparently I, they found more fuel at some point.
1: I, they dug it up with the snake?
0: Sure, why not? Um
1: I mean, that's about the only thing that makes sense at this point. This movie like really like it <laughs> I love movies that make me suspend my disbelief. Like, I get it. Yeah. You know, there are certain things that just aren't possible. But, you know, when you do it well enough, it doesn't matter, per se. Like, uh, like say, Punisher. I, I'm so, I don't feel like people have enough stamina nor that much skill to pull off, like, defeating, being a one-man army. It's, if, if it does happen, it's extremely rare. Otherwise, we'd hear about it. I, I swear.
0: But, right, but again, that's that's comic book hero shit, and it's like, they're yeah. supposed to be beyond human, even if they are basically meant to just be a normal human. They're supposed but that to be can
1: suspend, excelling my
0: humanity. Yeah.
1: I can suspend my disbelief in the fact that the the pu- the Punisher's rage is so deep at the loss of his family. Yeah, that and he's he just so just, he's
2: well gone trained home.
1: and yeah. so
0: utterly focused on revenge
1: mm-hmm. that
0: he's just beyond anything any normal person would be capable of doing.
1: Exactly, but like when you put too many things in a movie that just contradict constantly, and then it's just not done very well or developed very well. I can't suspend my disbelief for the movie. And at that point in time, it's like, okay, there's fantastical. And then there's this, and this is, this well, is.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like, so I feel like it can go for me. It can go one of two ways. Either like it, it maintains some degree of like, it helps you along with the plausibility by offering up some explanation, even if the explanation does lay like, a lot of doctor who stuff. A lot of doctor who is just wibbly wobbly bullshit.
1: Yeah, That and that's fine, sounds good, established
0: and it's coming like, from a character that should be an authority on this, so you just buy it, and you just run. Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, good enough, we'll run with it. Or it goes the other route, and it's just all so ridiculous, but they don't even really, and they make it very clear that they don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. That they're not even going to try to explain their batshit weirdness they're just going to ask you to go with it something like phantasm right like, like phantasm doesn't take time to explain itself it's too busy setting up the next fucking weird ass scene
1: i don't and think you as the audience are just invited <laughs> to
0: be like y- you can either go along with this and deal with the fact that it doesn't really make a lot of logical sense but it's happening or you can go away that's yep. up to you Mm -hmm. um i like both sides of that spectrum but the middle of the road like okay we're gonna make an effort to like kind of half-assed explain this shit but Mm -hmm. we're not gonna put that much effort into it and when it really gets down to it we're just gonna ignore it completely yeah um that's when it and on top of that like you don't really have interesting characters the monster doesn't look that cool um there's a lot of scenes that basically just rehash themselves Like, how many scenes once the rescue team gets there were just, like, soldiers wandering aimlessly down the same long hallway, firing wildly right after saying... Check your fire because there's a lot of exposed pipelines everywhere, Ooh, and then inevitably,
2: the
0: there's a massive explosion that wipes like most of them out. And then, five minutes later, the exact same scene more or less takes place where another massive explosion due to unchecked random firing in this same damn hallway takes out well, like, the one rest of, them- of the
1: guards. Well, in one of them, they actually the when the the one where the warden's like it's coming at you, shoot, shoot. Oh yeah, and and they and they're shoot still just another firing, guard.
0: Yeah, they shoot another because of course, yeah, <laughs> of course that's that's what happens. Um.
1: So what I'm getting from this <laughs> so far, I'm just let me let me just like summarize. You really love this, like oh my. so.
0: Not particularly, but <laughs> I liked. I I I I probably like it less because of the potential of what it could have been, mm-hmm. um and, and like the pieces were there, like the like right. the, pre- the premise was great. Maximum security super secret prison in in the depths of Antarctica. I don't know about the legality of that because I don't think you're supposed to be doing anything like that in in Antarctica. I think there's a bunch of treaties that say you can't be doing shit like that down there but whatever i'm willing to allow it It it's it's beyond top Uh secret it's it's like the blackest of black sites on a legal spectrum it's not really meant to be there but they did it anyway i'll buy that especially given like they have weird emp missiles to force planes to follow them to air bases where five minutes later those people that they have captured are just instantly imprisoned for the rest of their life i don't know about the trial process there but like wait what like Mark, how mark Shepard and his his buddy got imprisoned like they're flying in the plane and then some unknown oh. fighters kind of swoop up on them and fire a missile at them that explodes that apparently just fucks up all the electronics on the plane so they're flying blind and then they're forced to follow the fighters to an airbase and the next time we see them they're going directly to fucking prison <laughs> i'm like all right well. i
1: i completely missed that part uh,
0: i don't, I I don't did, know about was... the legalities of that i don't think that was pretty like was legitimate but okay fair enough because, again, we're dealing with something that, at that point, was akin to, like, like Escape from New York. Like, Snake Plissken didn't get any fucking trial. They just captured his ass and said, we're sending you in, one way or the other. Yeah. But we got a little problem, Snake. If you can help us with this problem, maybe we can just forget you were here. What? And he's like, well, fuck, I guess I'll help you. So, like, yeah, uh, like, as someone who loves Escape from New York... I'm willing to buy that all of the logistics of the prison and them just kind of capturing people and shipping them off there because the powers that be have decided we don't want you in the world. You're going here. I'll I'm buy all kidding. that.
2: Why
0: not you I'll buy. I'll buy the giant snake that for some reason is sleeping under an ice bed <laughs> in a hollow rock. I'll buy that. Like I love monsters. Science. I, I will. I will buy the fuck out of that.
1: Udo science. I, I, Everything
0: I, beyond that was like the, like the long stretch of time of introducing and reintroducing Dean Kane and his wife, the long stretch of time of just dealing with the idiot soldiers, the idiot guards, the idiot warden, inevitably getting themselves killed in the same exact ways for the majority of the movie. That war very fucking thing Then but then we get back to Finally Dean Kane in an infinite Wisdom says let's let the prisoners Out after we haven't seen the prisoners Heard from the prisoners no one's Even mentioned the prisoners for like the last Half hour of the movie Right while this is um, happening. Like, are
1: they still Alive
0: yeah like what are they still going? They're apparently just relaxing In their cells while this is happening um, Like it's yeah. just business as usual For them
1: they're not making any vibrations <clears> Of <throat> the golf cart
0: yeah, oh. no, that's that's fine. Um <laughs> finally we get the prisoners back and the movie starts to get better.
2: Mm-hmm. Because
0: because it's the movie that I kind of wanted where I love I love that the warden is trying to um maintain some assertion of dominance over them and it's just not flying at all. <laughs>
1: no because he's a fucktard <laughs> yeah
0: and they're just like he's like i'm not giving you guns and he's like and the uh, mark shepherd is like oh yeah you are and then it cuts right. to them giving giving him guns and and everything like that and they immediately set out to work on a fucking plan and work through their options and like the pros and cons and what the threats are and they they do a plan um is very cool um I, I liked, it didn't amount to fucking anything other than a, a very fucking late game mercy kill, which was fucking dumb. But I liked the fact that the badass Irish chick who's looking to beat the fuck out of everyone is actually really scared of snakes.
1: Right? She that really was a, is.
0: That was, she's like, they're unholy beasts. Like, there's no snakes in Ireland. They're unholy. <laughs> Like, I liked that. That could have been a cool character quirk where she's, she's, scared, she's a badass, but she's scared of the monster that's after them, and then she has to overcome that fear to kill it, or at least fight it. Like, that would have been a cool, satisfying character arc. No, just, just have her tag along with Superman for a while until you inevitably have to kill someone later in the movie, and then have her freaking out and sobbing before she gets shot in the head. To avoid being swallowed by the snake. Yeah, okay. Um, also, I like how the snake just knew that the plane was there when it went to leave and was like, well, <laughs> time to hitch a ride, motherfuckers.
1: <laughs> this thing's so heavy. No. Huh.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like, of course the snake slithered on there. Like, we haven't had of a course. satisfying, like, climax with the snake. You're just gonna leave it there and run mm-hmm. away?
2: Yeah.
1: I mean, and, and the sad part is, is like... It was. I guess if this, if the plane had been sitting there running to keep warm, that would make sense because it would. It seek would be out attracted the to the heat. Spot. Yeah. But the warmest spot in that entire area would not be the plane. It would still be that steam the pipe heat. because I highly doubt that plane is as hot as that steam pipe.
0: Oh, you mean that steam vent that uh, Dean Cain mm-hmm. assured them that that's where the snake would be. Because it's the hottest point in the entire complex, and then mm-hmm. we spent the next forty-five minutes seeing the snake being exclusively anywhere but that tunnel. Even I when told you even when they use the tunnel to escape, the snake is barely in there. That yeah, it that really is. hottest location on the fucking map. Yeah, it's supposed
1: to be. See that, like, and that's...
0: that's again goes to like you're trying. You're trying Mm -hmm. to inject some realism and some logic into this, but then you're just utterly ignoring it because if you did that, you wouldn't have a reason as to why the snake is there in the halls hunting people.
1: Right. So you're just choosing to ignore that. It doesn't act or have the behaviors of a normal snake. Yeah, and Uh, there's no... It it follows none of the rules. And, And like, it doesn't even follow the rules. Yeah,
0: and and again... (laughs) You could get away with that. Honestly, like, you have to get away with that. Because, again, you don't want the snake just chilling in a fucking vent tunnel the whole movie. Just really? latching at because people I who wander my past.
2: <laughs> wanna
1: name it Fluffy.
0: Like, it's gotta be rolling the halls, killing people. But then, like, y- you need the second scene to that. Mm-hmm. Where it's revealed that, like, yeah, it's not hanging out where it should be. What the fuck is that about? Why is this thing acting different? And then come, a, come up with a bullshit explanation. Doesn't have to be a good one. Just any bullshit explanation as to why this snake is behaving so fucking weirdly.
1: Right. I would have even I'll taken... I'll take anything. It's probably been under there for millions of years. It's kind of hungry. And I'm like... Yeah,
0: like that revelation Claire's of like... Of like It's normal. been down there for this many years. Like, it's got to be starving. That explains why it's so aggressive and seeking out prey as aggressively as it is. It's like, Yeah. Yeah, I buy but
2: even it, Like, it may not make actual then, sense. Though,
0: like, that might no. not be how it actually... But uh, I guarantee you, how it actually works is there's no fucking snake there to begin with. <laughs> so, I've already followed you up to the point that there's a snake there. I'll be willing to buy that. But you didn't even do that.
1: No, they didn't. And, like, the snake doesn't even, like... So, snakes, after they eat, they have to stay still. Oh, no. Goodbye, keyboard.
0: Oops. Um... Work keyboard, yeah. They gotta digest their meal, like they're really sluggish they
1: gotta digest, yeah. And if they don't, and if they do everything that the snake in this movie was doing, it would have regurgitated all the people.
2: Oh, yeah,
1: it would have, no doubt. It was moving too much, too fast, and it wasn't near heat sources, so it wouldn't have digested. And I'm sorry, this reptile is a reptile, it's still blooded, which means it does not produce its own fucking heat, like. I and, and like normally I wouldn't go so hard at a movie for not maintaining inside of its thing but because it couldn't decide if it wanted to be fantastical or mm. situate itself in the real world I'm going to fucking tear it apart.
2: Yeah. <laughs> like it, it could comes out to up its mind.
0: just laziness. Yeah. Cuz again even even okay so yeah no just saying it's it's super hungry from being asleep for so long like yeah I uh, taken it.
2: That
0: that's that's the bare, that's the that's the bottom barrel like equivalent Mm -hmm. of like a a reasonably plausible explanation to make me go fair enough. If you want to further explain like how aggressive it is and everything like that. Well, you had that big empty room that was supposedly for supplies that were just not there. um, That you just use at the very end of the movie um, to have a cool location for the snake to slither around and crush a dude against one of the pillars, which was really cool by the way. Yeah. Um, you just introduced that in that storage room, like the snake broke into that storage room and ate some kind of like experimental serum shit. That I
1: throw it in there.
0: That, that you're in a prison in Antarctica. That, go yeah, for it. Yeah, that caught, <laughs> yeah, and, and uh, a blacker than blacklist, ex- uh, like maximum security prison where you will not see the light of day. That's a perfect recipe to uh, get some some money on the side by leasing out some space for for a pharmaceutical organization to conduct experimental testing on prisoners.
1: I mean, you you, you, you snake gets a hold of that, it and it becomes we're not lazy. it
0: becomes super snake. It is basically roided up. It's on like a blend of fucking steroids and speed. And it is just out of its mind With with aggression and hunger
1: I mean, at least snakes on a plane gave us the excuse of There's mating pheromones
2: and Yeah, that's why yeah, they're so aggressive. Snakes, on,
0: snakes on a plane did enough Like, again, implausible as fuck But they did enough to make you buy it mm-hmm. They're like, it may be a bullshit theory But we're gonna do enough research and enough science To give you like, the worst-case perfect storm scenario of how something like this could happen. And at that point, you either have to roll with it or get off the fucking plane. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, like, it was just... It was just lazy.
1: It was so lazy.
0: <laughs> um, lazy as fu- And that was the frustrating yeah. thing, because I saw through all the laziness, like, there was potential for something... Like you know, not the greatest killer snake movie ever, but something fun. there there was the potential for something unique, clever, and fun, and instead it was just basic fucking Saturday night TV movie bullshit.
2: I know it
1: was. It was it just like, and I'm not, and I cranked out and panted
0: it and slapped out just to fill a time slot. That's what it felt like, which made me sad.
1: Yeah. It it wasn't it wasn't good. Um I think for me in particular with this um let's see it did manage to get one vote for favorite story and the reason being it's because of the potential that was there. It could have been Fair enough. Really I was curious cool. about that. Yeah. It could have been really fucking cool. Like I liked the concept of it. I liked mm. the idea behind it as far as the story um but like and that's kind of why i gave that it otherwise everything else is like plastic for <laughs> Con- except for scariest movie i yeah, have no vote on that because same. neither of them were scary
0: no neither like i even tried putting it in like perspective of like which one had the scariest like scenario and i was like honestly like neither like it's yeah, a it's a no it was a no vote for me for scariest yeah, as well
1: i was like i wouldn't be in in new alcatraz for one. <laughs> no and for two um i don't swim in large bodies of water due to the fact that i cannot see what is in said water mm-hmm. i swim in pools because lakes are for crocodiles and oceans are for sharks not that i feel like they're actually going to eat me because again, but it's that, their house that, yeah but it's their house yeah, you don't house go and barging honestly, into someone's house no. it's rude and, and 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 also the ocean is scary but um ocean's so scary it's so deep. ocean's
0: got way scarier shit than sharks sharks are pretty scary but like the ocean's got way scarier let shit.
1: me have <laughs> my delusions damn it now, i'm but agreeing like, with you yeah <laughs> um i'm it, saying it, short, it,
0: sharks are just the tip of the iceberg there's way worse shit in the ocean
1: yeah like giant groupers they like can dolphins eat whole. dolphins are scary they're racist. dolphins are
0: fucking terrifying man they're, they're sadists
1: they are i uh, almost would rather bump into a shark than a dolphin. yeah
0: at least a shark you know what you're getting man it's like it's like hello i'm a shark i eat things oh hi bud
1: well and even then so you're more today
0: nah wasn't thinking about it okay we're cool Dolphin yeah. is like you're gonna strap me down and torture me for a while.
1: <laughs> Possibly ground you with the torture. You're, you're, but...
0: gonna, you're gonna take me down under the sea where you have your like underwater hostel.
1: <laughs> but like it, it's just this the movie was very disappointing. Um, yeah. and I and I wasn't was... expecting much, mind you. I did not go in no. with high expectations. No. I went in with this is probably gonna be a crap show. Yeah. Like I, I'm fully, I was disappointed by the fact that it was, it was worse than a crap show. <laughs> like it was pretty bad. Um, just, just the block. There was no passion in it. I think is what bothers Yeah. Me that's because, yeah. Go on. Uh, cause like even I, I, I finally bit the bullet and watched Sharknado. Um, because I was curious and yeah. honestly it's cheesy. It's not great. It's, hilarious though and yeah. you can tell that the people who were in it and who did it had a lot of fun i don't yeah. think anybody had fun in this fucking movie like, but, like that's that's the thing yeah
0: like, sharknado like it was made by uh asylum and like asylum make isn't known for making quality entertainment no. or quality films but like it's from the projects of theirs i've seen they know how to have fun
1: yeah like, and this one just didn't seem like it like there was no good chemistry in between the actors. There was, you know, the, I
0: mean, there was a bit, but it all, honestly, it was Mark Shepard. Yeah, and that just goes goes to show like how good Mark Shepard is than anything, anything in the movie's favor. The movie, the movie gets credit for casting him, right? But aside from that, it's just it's just Mark Shepard doing what he does, and he's very good at it.
1: Yeah, and like I. I don't know like I'm not and I, I made sure not to compare it to like jaws or even like crawl like they didn't even explain other than a hurricane they did not explain why there was a rampage of aggressive fucking crocodile or alligators like they they just they were just like storm coming in you're in Florida oh gators and you're like yeah, yeah I'll take it I'll take it well, that's they- fine.
0: They, I mean, they did have, like, a nest under the house, and, like, so they, they did, like, little things, yeah. but for and, most... And
1: gators get very aggressive if you enjoy oh, yeah. it on their nest. Like, yeah. it... Oof.
0: So, so they, they did a little bit, and then, of course, like, I'm still subscribing to the theory that, like, off-camera somewhere, we didn't get to see it, but, like, those gators swam through a, a flooded meth lab.
1: I bet you. <laughs> meth gators. They gotta... Like,
0: Again, like a very easy way to explain this shit, uh, this mm-hmm. unnatural behavior from these animals, where it's just like, yeah, they're high on meth.
1: <laughs> Raw actually reminded me of your short story um, that you have in your your anthology of short like horror stories. I, mm. I'm sorry, my brain is fried, so I cannot. I'm struggling with actor names, titles of things. Um, what is the title of the book? Can you please tell me?
0: Random Acts of Horror.
1: There we go. I kept wanting to call it scary stories to tell in the dark, but that that's, is not no, the name that's of the not book. it. That is the inspiration, <laughs> but that is not the book. So, yeah, the inspiration
0: for um, the layout,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but like it reminds me of like granted opposite ends of the I swear to fucking god if I keep losing the the tip of my fucking libret I'm going to lose my shit. Um but like it reminds me of, like polar opposites, and where um, it it just shows how terrifying nature can be. Oh yeah, <laughs> on both ends. Oh, so yeah. like, yeah. By the way, subtle, not so subtle plug. plug fucking read the book. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> um, it's alright. <laughs> shut up.
0: Uh, um,
1: but like I, I don't. I, I just I was disappoint. Disappoint.
2: Uh, it got two
0: categories from me.
2: Oh, it
0: got. What one is with an asterisk though, which I which I'll explain. Uh, I mm-hmm. got it got most disturbing movie because it was honestly disturbing how dumb all of these people were. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And it also got favorite music, not because uh, I I didn't fully remember much of the music in Boa. I rem- right. I remembered like the lead like theme during the opening credits i remember thinking like oh that was that's kind of cool but like not super noteworthy the reason Mm -hmm. why i gave boa favorite music is because during the end credits of lake placid versus anaconda they were playing like the little theme music from that which again wasn't like kind of generic but like not bad except Mm -hmm. for the fact that it was like the same five second loop over and over and over through the entire end credits no variations, no no drifting. It was just the same five seconds over and over and over again. And I was like, oh, uh, you know no. what? Just based solely on the laziness of this piece of music right here that you're making me listen to for five minutes straight, I'm giving that category to the other movie. Oh, shit. I don't even really remember the music from the other movie, but I'm giving it to the other movie just because you were so lazy with this music right here
1: mm-hmm <laughs> yeah i can understand that i just i i like boa got the only favorite story for me because yeah that's all it really deserved for me I, I i honestly can't remember the music from either of them
2: no
0: i i i remember the lake placid versus anaconda theme because it was, because it, it, was it was over it was, it it was, was a five over? minute loop of five seconds and it played through the entire end credits scene or the end credits rolling. Yeah, which I watch through all the credits because you never know what's hidden behind them, and at the very least, I want to. If I watch a movie, I watch a fucking movie. I watch it to completion. goddammit. it!
1: I mean, so do I at this point. Ever since Avengers, but like that doesn't mean I pay attention to them until like I couldn't avoid paying.
0: Jump. Like I usually don't pay that close attention either, but I like I picked up like midway through. I'm like, this is this is this is the same five second loop over and over, and then I couldn't unhear it. Because once I noticed that that, that's what it was, I had to listen closer because I'm like, they're going to mix it up. There's another no. piece of this music that it's building towards eventually, right? No. <laughs> and I listen through the rest of it, and it's like, no, no, it's just this. This is this is it. And I'm like, well, fuck you, then. You lose out on five points, fucker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you showed um, him. Yeah, that'll learn them. <laughs> Um... So, yeah, I think that's all that needs to be said about Boa.
1: <laughs> yeah, honestly, like, I, I don't really have anything else to add yeah. other than what I've already added. So I guess now we move on to Lake Placid versus Anaconda. Lake Placid versus Anaconda. Oh, my God. Okay, so and just a little bit of, like, backstory. I love Lake Placid. It was probably the first, like, giant movie uh, like giant monster, like animal movie or killer animal movie that I've ever seen. Um, shortly thereafter, followed by Deep Lucy. But um, like I I don't know, Betty White being in a killer croc movie, that first one had my heart. I can't I can't turn down anything that has Betty White in it. But. in this one, we don't have Betty White, sadly, but it's OK. It's OK.
2: No, the second one didn't have Betty White either. Like they, no, I think it, in the
0: second one they established that like she got killed off off camera in between eight. movies. Yeah, I she got she eaten. Got
1: um but <clears throat> in in this one, we may not have Betty White and we didn't have Betty White since like the second film, but that's all right because they replaced Well, this is it. the
0: first one. She was yeah, only she, in the, the first one.
1: Yeah, she was only in the first one. We haven't yeah. had her since the second or since the first movie. Yeah, yeah. Um but but they made in this one at least they made a proper replacement, with <laughs> Robert England, as a swamp pirate.
0: He do be a swamp pirate. He a swamp <laughs> pirate. He, he, he's a one-eyed, one-legged, one-armed Robert England <laughs> swamp pirate.
2: Okay, I know. The only thing
0: they, the only thing they needed to to complete that imagery was he needed like a little like a little uh, parrot or a little monkey. Or, or like a ferret or something sitting on his shoulder. That was the only thing they were missing, right?
1: Oh my god! And like his ship needs to be one of those, um, one of those fan boats
0: that oh, you ride yeah. in the
1: swamps. Yeah, that's, that's what you. I know it's yeah, not they were missing in the that. swamp,
0: it would, no, but it would still but, work a thing. Yeah,
1: to, I turned. I suspended all disbelief for this movie. Um, I again went into it not expecting much because lake placid is not necessarily something that i attribute to being the 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 movie of movies award-winning or anything like that but I mean, it was one time
0: and and always. lake placid knew what it was mm-hmm. lake placid and, and it balanced it very well like the original lake placid balanced it very well like they they mm-hmm. they knew it was going to be goofy so they they leaned into that and added humor um but they didn't let it detract from, like, the horror. Like, that was my issue with Lake Placid 2. Like, Lake Placid, like, it, it, like, the horrific events that happened. like, they're felt by the characters. In Lake Placid 2, it seemed like everyone was a sociopath. Because people yeah. would be getting hor- horribly mauled and eaten, and they'd just, like, smirk and, like, wink at the camera and be like, ah, shucks. It's like, dude, somebody just fucking died.
1: They died. Um, there will be more. We'll just hire more.
0: And granted, this one I'd say oh, they, they did they did better than Lake Placid 2 at conveying uh-huh. the seriousness of the situation with some of the characters. With other characters, not so much, but they went so far over the top with those characters
1: that oh it was God. just
0: delightful.
1: It really was. It was a battle <laughs> of the bitches.
0: Yeah, there were like at least 3 well i guess technically 4 cuz there was there was random naked chick in in one of the early scenes that gets eaten by the crocodile who oh. snuck into her hotel room and is mm-hmm. under the bed mm-hmm. on like the second mm-hmm. floor of this hotel listen
1: they're just, angry just and
0: waiting aggressive. yeah just wait somehow it got in there and it was just waiting for her to have like violent sex with her boyfriend before Coming out to gobble them. I mean, blame um, them
1: every time. Every time they did it, they went at it. You know, she she was... the poor dial the poor crocodile Oh yeah, the no,
0: the I, I I sympathize the with croc. the crocodile. I just croc. question how the fuck it got in there and like it was Clearly. it was, it was kind of hilarious because like we get the one brief fucking subplot of this girl being missing with the best missing photo person headshot ever.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: she hated it when she saw it but I, I loved that photo <laughs> right? uh, and then it, it basically that plot gets resolved very quickly oh, yeah. um, with yeah. a scene designed essentially just to show off some titties so I mean I was mm-hmm. kind of in favor of it um, but they didn't even bother adding like a splash of CGI blood on like it's an off-screen kill and they didn't even bother just throwing CGI blood on the curtains that that was a little lazy <laughs>
2: But yeah, like you needed that, that
0: wet crunch and then a pfft of blood to really sell it. Um, yeah. But I mean,
2: so at there's... least
0: in this... Oh, go. oh, of course. No, I was gonna going go back onto the uh, rundown of the bitch characters in the movie.
1: Yeah, well, well I counted five, but... Okay, that's...
0: so my count is her, yeah. um, mm-hmm. sorority bitch, mm-hmm. who, who's, like, queen bitch,
2: <laughs> Woo.
0: um, um evil corporate lady bitch
2: mm-hmm. who's
0: all honestly also a queen bitch
2: but mm-hmm. like slightly different
0: sheriff. uh the sheriff who, who's who's mm-hmm. bitchy but like in a in a playfully snarky way
1: mm-hmm. and She's also supposed to be likable
0: yeah and also probably the most deserved of the, the bitchy characters because we see the idiocy that she is dealing with on every side of her and she is just fucking done with it and I'm like, yeah, I get it.
1: <laughs> so, and my fifth of the bippy, bippiest, bitchiest would be the mayor. Because I. Oh, yeah, the mayor was a little bitch.
0: bitch, too. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't limit bitch to gender. He was no, an asshole yeah. and a bitch. Like, he was bitching at her, constantly. He, he, like, but like,
0: like, it like, it was mm,
1: like walking Jaws again.
0: Oh,
2: yeah. No, <laughs> it, was,
0: it was very clearly meant to be a, mm-hmm. a, a, a reference to the mayor from Jaws. Um, hmm. Um, yeah, I went, not not even so much with gender, but just, like, that person, like, that overbearing, like, fuck you, do what I want. And the mayor was like that, too, but he was more like a little bitch. Yeah. Because he was weaselly, and he was squirmy, and he, you know, honestly, was just, like, ineffectual, and just, like, he was a nuisance. Whereas the other bitches, they were, they were like, full-blown, like... We really were. were. We're going to, like, you're gonna do what I want, or else... <laughs> World. Um, but they're just so like it, it, especially with the 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 lady who's in charge of the secret evil corporation um and the sorority the leader of the sorority like they're so over the top
2: mm-hmm. both
0: in how they're written and how they're performed
1: <laughs> that I think it's they just honestly, it's delightful
0: like,
1: well this was this was a sci-fi original
0: that, that um, doesn't surprise me.
1: No, it doesn't either. Because they like they always, at least from what I've seen, they always have fun with their killer animal movies. And, yeah, and, like and there's exceptions. This, like
0: Boa could yeah. have been a sci-fi original too. Uh, I don't know if mm-hmm. it was because I think it was in an era before the sci-fi original, like Spectrum came out.
1: Yeah, I think so. Um, Two thousand and one was a bit early for that. If I if I yeah, it was like, but it was like correct. a
0: precursor to the sci-fi original type shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one, even though it's not, it's not an asylum movie. In fact, I think you said that this was made by the same production company as Boa. Yeah,
1: they're both yeah.
0: made by the same production company. And and um Philip Roth, who directed Boa, was an executive producer on this movie. And I saw the last name Roth a lot in the credits, like one of the actors' last mm-hmm. name. So I think I think it's kind of like a family operation a little bit. Um. So this is technically made by the same people who made Boa, but this one feels a lot more like an asylum production in the sense that it's a lot of fun.
1: It was. And, like, honestly, um, the pseudoscience that they gave us, you know, is that, you know, the Blood Orchid, which would have been the prior Anaconda movie to this. um, Yeah. uh, They, you know, they found the flower in Blood Orchid, Mm-hmm. Uh, because I remember watching that.
2: Yeah, I've not um,
1: seen it. No, it, it's not great, but it's not horrible. It's it's a time, it's an it's an adventure and it's it's fun, you know, it's entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um but you know, you've you've got that they found the blood orchid and now she's captured the snakes. I don't remember if that was at the end of that one. Honestly, I don't know if they set this movie up at all. But like, yeah, the fact know. that with the pseudoscience is, you know, the reason why those crocodiles are so aggressive in Black Lake is because that is, they're a very rare, rare massive breed of crocodile that is very angry, and, and, and that's why you aren't yeah. allowed to go into Black Lake. Well, then, just um,
0: from what I understand, crocodiles versus alligators, like, crocodiles are usually the more aggressive of the species like crocodiles like they they're just itching for a fight usually from what i understand it
1: really depends so with or at least reptiles, more so most, than an alligator yeah most reptiles aren't necessarily uh very territorial actually yeah. they 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 are territorial um and they are fe- they fear attack so you know they they don't actually Aggression or or how violent they are, that's not a proper term for current snakes. However, how they get around that I appreciate because they're just like, oh, it's a specific kind of this is just how they are. And I'm like, I'll take that. Okay, thank you. For yeah, the, and the also this this
0: is like the fourth or fifth of the Lake Placid series. Cause I think of there was were...
1: it's number four.
0: Oh, I thought there was Lake Placid 1, 2, 3, Lake Placid, the final chapter, and then this movie. Which I've only, I've not seen anything beyond 2 of the Lake Placid series.
1: Oh, the final chapter! Oh, yeah. I gotta watch that. I didn't even realize. There's also a new one coming out. Oh, shit. Or it I came think out. I'm, it's in 2018. It's I'd Lake Placid's legacy.
0: Oh, yeah, I did hear about that one. <laughs> um, yeah that was honestly like kind of a nice surprise because i i didn't know what to expect from this it's like lake placid versus anaconda (laughs) no really it exists really well that Mm must have gotten slapped together and thrown on cable real damn quick uh to capitalize on whatever fan base lake placid and anaconda has who desperately yearn for these two massive monsters to go toe to toe why not Mm -hmm. Um I was actually really pleasantly surprised at like how much detail went into um maintaining continu like even though I've only seen the first mm-hmm. Anaconda and the first two Lake Placid's it seemed like these were following the stories of both of the franchises and coming up with a way of merging them.
2: Mm-hmm. Like
0: there was a lot more focus and detail on making that the the merging of the two series makes sense that I wasn't expecting at all. I just figured, oh, you know, the there's a plane with big snakes flying over the Lake Placid area, and oh, no, lightning storm. Now there's snakes and crocs together. Um, no, they actually went out of their way to, like, come up with, like, not, not just come up with an explanation, but make it part of the plot. Mm-hmm. which was really nice and it, it honestly it retroactively made me i was like damn like i've been sleeping on these other anaconda and lake Placid movies which probably aren't honestly that good but like i kind of want to go back and watch them now to see how well this ties in yeah because apparently somebody gives a shit somebody making them gives a shit to do this and that makes me appreciate it a lot more
1: for sure um but wait it we just did it made me happy, um, mm-hmm. just simply because, like, I I am one of those people that I'm like, yeah, if you want to keep rolling out sequels, go for it. I'll watch them. Um,
2: <laughs> gray, not now, not now. <laughs> um, stop Oh my god, he's like, I could be a, 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 a Anacondi. I
1: guess she could be a Anacondy, but um sorry i got distracted by cat she's so cute oh no um
2: but i you you go i <laughs> i'm sorry
0: um, i'm so sorry uh well i mean this movie also presents us further evidence of how much Philip Roth really idolizes Jurassic Park because uh, mm-hmm. the scene where the uh, poacher gets gets mauled by a huge pack of baby crocodiles
2: oh, um, yeah. is,
0: is almost like a direct copy of uh, Dieter's death in Lost World when the, the compies jump him
1: that was amazing like i was like it was so that, good. But i love it i
0: was i was like this is a way better jurassic park reference than any of the ones that you forcibly shoehorned into boa like mm-hmm. i'll take this this is like oh hey it's kind of like that scene that's cool um and also the uh the when they cut open the dead croc to see what's inside of it hello jaws reference
1: also, I just um, love how badass she was about oh, it. Oh yeah, like, no, that was,
0: Butler was great. Like,
1: she's like, I've stuck my hands in worse, and she just fucking slices it that open.
0: Was, that was that was one of the. Thing. I'm like, I'm like, she feels like a pre-established character, and I'm wondering if she was in like either Lake Placid Three or Final Chapter or both, because it's it it, a while. it felt like she was she had been through this before, that she was familiar with all this. Shit going on, and there was a, there was a few references. Like she felt, if not, it's even more credit to this movie because she felt lived in. Yeah, as a character, like she felt like she belonged and was part of the area around her. She didn't feel forced or anything. Right. Um But again it's and also much better than Boa. Like in Boa, they straight up referenced Jurassic, like they name dropped Jurassic Park in Boa. Which is something bad movies love to do. Bad movies love to remind you that there are better movies that exist, that they're aware of, that they're trying to emulate. But it never works. All it does is remind us that there's better movies we could be watching. Mm -hmm. Good movies don't reference good movies. Good movies are just good movies. They or they don't name drop good movies. Let let me clear on that. They'll reference other good movies um and this movie doesn't name drop good movies but it does reference them like with cutting yeah, open the dead rock to see what's inside it that's clearly from jaws but they don't say it's, it's like that scene from jaws remember they just do it and it's fine it's mm-hmm. like oh shit it's it's they're they're these people like jaws i also like jaws so that's mm-hmm. fun
1: like, in my opinion, Lake Placid, for me, has always embodied the fun time, nonsensical craziness of killer animals. Like, it's what they're it's, over-exaggerated, yeah. evil, like, over-exaggerated, angry, man-eating versions of what's in nature. And mm-hmm. not that I find it's any of them scary, mind you, but, like, it's 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 just more of a ride because I don't have to stop and get confused based on you know okay so they've already established how these alligators or how these crocodiles work and how these anacondas work and all this they've established it already through prior movies and even then so like how they refresh you yeah isn't isn't like an information dump no just enough so you can sit there and go okay yeah let's keep going that's fine whatever there's
0: just enough exposition to like keep you informed and maybe refresh your memory but they they're they're not belaboring the point
2: no they're just they're just like
0: here's like you know we can't just fill the movie entirely with cgi reptiles eating people we have Mm -mm. to let these characters talk occasionally um so yeah like yeah the dialogue and the exposition in this like i found fine like i found i found it in line with like a campy fun monster movie
1: Yeah. And that's Um, exactly what I expected going into it. And that's exactly what it delivered, Yeah, you know, where, um, both the reptiles are monsters and also some of the people are monsters.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, and they get, they get justice served out in very satisfying (laughs) ways. So it's to like, to steal,
0: to steal a phrase from Joe Bob Briggs, they didn't let the plot get in the way of the story.
1: Exactly. Yeah. I, I will agree with that. Like, and you know, it's it's the acting is sometimes over the top or ridiculous. Um, mm-hmm. Robert England is just charming and delightful.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah. Why and Weasley, like
1: yeah, he's so Ro- Weasley. Robert
0: England does Weasley so well.
1: He does. He does. I and love him I, just and trying
0: I... to sneak out of the bar when they're looking for mm-hmm. him. Like I was never here. <laughs> I was never here.
1: Um, my I think my favorite though is is we see him get chomped in the dick. Yeah. Buy a gator.
0: Buy a croc. Yeah.
1: And buy a croc. And. Yeah. By a croc and- And then the last scene is basically him just washing up on shore, shore. laughing maniacally. And I'm like, yes. (laughs) I don't believe it, but yes. Yeah, I'm
0: like, like, yeah, sure. No, bring him back. That's fine. Like, we need more of him. Like, yeah, no, Mm -hmm. I I will accept this implausible tale of survival. And can I sit in on the operating room when they're installing Swamp Pirate Robert England's peg dick?
1: It'd be a hook dick. It's gotta be a hook dick.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he, p- he puts a little worm on there and just waves it out at the bar set so when he's wasted. He's like, it's the bait, ladies! It
2: never goes <laughs> soft. <laughs>
1: <Arr>. <laughs> but But, like, it, it was just, it was a fun time all around. Um, and then also, not only do we get Swamp Pirate Robert England, mm-hmm. we also get Crocacondas.
0: Yeah, yeah. The sequel bait tease at the end is... is They mention it earlier in the movie, but they find, they reveal the newborn Crocacondas, which look really damn cool, and fuck you that that movie doesn't exist.
2: Kinda. Or at least
0: I don't think it exists. I I would be down for a Crocacondas. Lake Placid vs. Anaconda 2 Crocacondas gone wild i i would be down for that
2: movie um yeah oh, man. <laughs> Sorry. no i was just looking to see
1: if uh lake placid legacy goes was that. C-
0: i i doubt it because that felt more like an anaconda thing
1: maybe uh, I, I feel like Lake Placid up on an island that harbors an abandoned facility and a deadly predator that is eager to feast on native.
2: Yeah, I,
0: from what well, I...
1: this one actually looks like it's a little bit more serious. Oh, yeah, from what they... I
0: understand, I think Lake Placid Legacy was meant to be kind of like a reboot.
1: Oh, and they did a good job. So. Yeah, I'm looking at some of the pictures of the crocodile. Mm-hmm. It's, it's practical. Oh, nice. Yeah, they practicaled in it, and it looks pretty. Mm-hmm. It looks real pretty. Um, I'm I'm gonna definitely have to give that a watch. But, oh yeah. Uh, you know, anaconda series.
2: Yeah, I don't know
0: if they're doing they're doing anything more with that. Uh, you, I love uh, I going, I I'm love sorry. I loved the moment like like to just showcase like there's a few moments with the with like I can only imagine the writers had like way too much fun writing like the the mega bitch characters. Because there's a few scenes with them that are just so ridiculous and yet so good, such as um, the the woman who's in charge of the secret blood orchid like company type thing. They they drive to the town. Her goons get out of the car. She's still in the car in the back seat. She opens the door. She leans out of the car and yells at the hired goons before slamming the door back shut and waiting for one of them to come back and open the door for her. (laughs) Like, this is the level of just narcissistic maniac that she is. (laughs) That she won't just be upset if someone doesn't open the car door for her. She will open the car door herself to insist that someone comes back to open it for her, and then wait. (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, no, I I saw that and I just I was I was laughing so hard because I was just like that is that is insane and and beautiful <laughs> and very much like they've made her she she did a great job. Yeah, it took but me, I know like,
0: it it took me like a second. Yeah, it took me a second. When that happened, it took my brain a second to catch up to realize what exactly had just transpired <laughs> because it was so ridiculous. And I'm like, really? of course, of course she would do this. Uh,
2: of course.
0: Um, also, like, just because uh, keeping track of the the points of, like, kills and drinking and whatnot. The bar scene in this actually had, um, people in the background actually drinking the alcohol.
2: shit.
0: Which is uncommon, based on my observance of these scenes when I'm paying attention to that shit so far.
1: Yeah. Um. Oh, man. They're like, extras, you can actually have a beer. It's fine. Yeah,
0: you can actually drink the beers.
1: (laughs) Go for it. Um... But it it just, it has so much charm. It's like watching old Godzilla films, it, 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 that kind of charm, where it's like, yeah. this looks kind of, this looks sketchy, the CGI ain't that great, but you know what? <clears throat> I'm having, or in the case of Godzilla, the practical effects are not that great, but I'm having- uh.
2: Godzilla always did time. pretty
0: good with the... Pre- like, the, the suits could for, maybe for look goofy. But, like, yeah, for the time. Like, the, the models oh, were yeah. well-made.
1: Yeah. No, the models <clears throat> are always well-made. I meant, like, specifically in regards to the monster itself. Like... Right. Like, the, 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 no, their model-building skills to this day are still fucking beautiful. Yeah. Um, But it, it just... I don't know. I like the monsters. I was rooting for the monsters. Um, <laughs> yeah. I love how almost a romantic feeling relationship she had, or no, no mother child relationship she had with them snakes.
2: Don't kill my oh, baby! Yeah.
0: And I, I, to like, the point that I was surprised she actually lived because I was waiting for that to pay off with the the giant mama snake just like gobbling her the fuck up.
2: Yeah, like I they were think kind we of got... leading
0: to that, but
1: yeah. Well, we got a better. I feel like I got a. uh, There was a better conclusion to that because she clearly cared for those snakes so fucking much. Um, and and having one kind of explode in her face (laughs) was worth it. Like, I'm like, that's she's gonna go to jail. She got snake blood bukkake. She got. She did. She did. And I was like, for her character, like her dying would have been satisfying. But for me. That was even better because you managed to hit the one point in her cold, dead, (laughs) narcissistic heart. And you hit it, and you ruined her life. Like, not only did you take away her snake, you took away her her chance at living longer yeah. and not aging. Mm-hmm. Like, you took away you took away a lot from this woman, and then she's gonna go sit and age. In <laughs> like,
2: and honestly, no, that's, like, yeah, that's
1: like, fucking retribution.
0: It's it's one of the few times that a movie has had a character as unlikable as her. Even though, like, she was she was unlike and by design very unlikable. To oh, the yeah. to the point that it made me kind of like her, but it's one of the few times in a movie where a character that despicable um, escapes a retribution death, and I'm actually 100 percent okay with it because that means that character is still alive to be that oh character, God,
2: yeah.
1: right? <laughs> it's like it's like uh, which from means Iron we can Fist, get more. Uh, Iron Fist, uh, Harry, Harry, Harold,
0: yeah, the dad. Harold. Like he was so Harold.
1: campily arch. Yeah but i was just like like,
0: i want every scene to have him in it because mm -hmm. he's such a dick
1: he is and like she is just i just want to see her go about her daily life (laughs) because i just imagine all the shit like just based on the fact that she was insulted by the fact that they did not open the door and she had to get out to show them and then close it. And so they would come and open it. Oh yeah. How does she handle daily life? And I just want to see it.
0: I I just want to see a day in her life just without killer animals. Just like going to get
1: coffee. There's no cream. What the
0: fuck? (laughs) This cup of coffee has been sitting in front of me for five minutes. You just expect me to pick it up and drink it? You pick it up Drink and it pour morning. it into my mouth. Right. Like, yeah, that level of just batshit insanity.
1: It was. It was just an overall good time. There's just, it's. It's something that like you kind of need to watch.
0: Oh yeah, no, I highly yeah, you gotta you gotta watch
1: because like I can only emphasize how great it is. <laughs> To see the um, fucking sorority leader just Oh lose her that's
0: shit. that was So many moments with her were so good uh, Before before that like the the Two couples out on the boat Like had Probably one of the best invitations To fuck I've heard since John Barrowman Said I'm still really wired Why don't we go back to my place and I eat your pussy um, When the one uh, Douche bro Pulls the chicken and, and, and Says how about a little suck face Huh just <laughs> the peak of charm if you ever want to make whoopee with a with a person that you are mutually interested in just pull them close and ask invite them for a little suck face it's gonna work out splendidly i guarantee it for
1: sure want a suck Um, face later
0: yeah
2: <laughs> oh it worked! I was it trying was to worked.
0: see which way I should lean with that. Should I should I immediately turn it down or should I lean into the fact that it's it's a classic it line that will always work and I went with Nothing that the approved,
2: line. it worked.
1: <laughs> Nothing approved I tested uh, it out, it works. Who else wants to suck face? Don't answer
0: that. Mm-hmm. No, me. that's yeah. you're playing with fucking nitroglycerin. <laughs> no,
1: Not fire anymore. No no No, it's, it's explosive.
0: On. Uh, and, highly yeah. and highly unstable.
1: Highly um, unstable. So that means we should shoot all of our bullets at it, right?
0: No, no. But
1: that's what Boa
2: did.
0: <laughs> no, we're not that dumb. Um, You're right. But yeah, another moment of 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 one thousand percent over the top bitchiness mm-hmm. uh, came a while later when uh, the sorority girls are finally getting attacked by the crocodiles and they're they're making a run for their cars, and uh, the lead sorority lady stops one of the fleeing sorority pledges to inform her she can't get into her car because she doesn't like her bikini.
2: Mm-hmm. And <laughs> mm-hmm. you have
0: to go in the other car. As they're you being the actively car. pursued by bloodthirsty crocodiles literal feet away, she stops everything to tell a girl to go in the other car because she doesn't like her bikini. I mean, it's
1: a, true character. It's a <laughs> it is. character. It is. It is. So good. Oh
0: my god, I loved it so much. Um, right. So yeah, here's here's the here's the deep seedy underbelly of like Placid versus Anaconda. Though mm-hmm. we were an hour into the movie before a snake even showed up. Mm-hmm. Like there was the two at the the there's the ones at the very beginning, but after mm-hmm. that they are missing. Yeah, from the majority of the movie.
2: Uh
1: huh.
0: Like they they do nothing, and I'm like, this was supposed to be for killer giant snake Month. <laughs> the snakes in this just aren't here. Um.
1: Oh, that- like. I I, like when I picked it, I just picked it because I was like, oh, fuck yes, let's go. Oh,
0: for sure, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, It is still
0: a killer giant snake movie. It's just also got killer giant crocs in it as well. And apparently, the movie leans very heavily on the killer croc angle.
1: Well, it is set up in the. the It is is taking place on the killer
0: croc home base. And then Mm -hmm. on top of that, there's only, there's apparently just an infinite number of these crocs roaming around. Uh, yeah. there's only three anacondas
1: well there's there's a reason for why there's so many crocs and that's because betty white's character started the breeding of them like she was what was keeping them safe right. and alive yeah. so like it makes sense that there's a lot of them but like honestly and this is the reason why <clears throat> you know later when we go over our picks i don't really think the anacondas ate any humans. I don't recall them eating a human.
0: They ate the one uh dude at the end. Right. But that was that was about it. From for, for mm-hmm. the most part. I mean, when they do show up, like you you also get a good sense of why they haven't been around for the majority of the movie because if they did, the movie would be way fucking shorter. Um, yeah,
1: they eat the because, crocodiles, no problem. Oh, they
0: eat or just, like, fucking destroy the... Cro- like, in the, in, the, in, the, right? in the like, if you want to wonder which one would make it out on top... Oh, anacondas every fucking time. They, they slaughter these crocodiles with, like, no effort whatsoever. But the initial introduction of the anaconda in this movie is pretty fucking glorious. Mm-hmm. Because... The snake shows up, and the first thing it fucking does is crush an entire SUV into a lump of wreckage with a girl inside of it. Yep. Which is the coolest like, it's CG, like, it's a CG snake and everything like that. But, like, just on principle alone, like, that's fucking awesome. right (laughs) that this that like that that's how you introduce your monster you show it destroying an suv by constricting around it so tightly it just crushes the entire vehicle
1: all the keys that i look for in a large movie base you know it's got a plot of interesting human characters you Mm -hmm. get to see the monster or the two monsters fight Um and you know there's there's lots of mayhem chaos and destruction along the way and that movie and this movie delivered like honestly it gave me what I was expecting it gave me more than what I was expecting honestly I did not expect the glorious bitch squad
0: (laughs) no they were delightful
1: they were (laughs) each and every one of them like I I guess there
0: was like pseudo bitch like because the goth chick was kind of bitchy too.
1: But she was she was a She, more was, friendly. she was friendly. She was bitch. like <clears throat> yeah. She was like a realistic bitchy. She, she's the bitch you like, like
0: because she's yeah. she's like got a level head and she's like actually mm-hmm. a decent person.
1: <laughs> yeah, like the two and the two main protagonists, uh, the, the two heroes,
0: two young. Yeah, yeah. They,
1: were, they, they were. I liked
0: them both honestly. Yeah,
1: they weren't like, anything over the top. They weren't anything below like. They no, were they, smart enough they to were be fine. like, like yeah. I loved her excuse for joining the, um, sorority. I was, I like, w- and I was so glad, class. and I
0: was so glad because, because before that I had written a note, like, I'm like, all right, for victim diversity, like you had to have the random goth chick. I myself enjoy random goth chick, so I'm not complaining, but mm-hmm. given that she's pledging for a very bubbly sorority, I don't understand why she would ever want to do this and then like five minutes later the movie goes out of its way to answer this question with a satisfying answer
1: Mm -hmm. because it also gives the backstory to um the wildlife dude's daughter yeah where you know it's where her
0: mother was in it and she wants to honor honor her dead mother by joining the same sorority and it's like okay the two characters that are actually like likable. That don't really fit in this group at all and don't really seem like they want to be there, you have plausible reasons for why they're both there. But mm-hmm. and yet why they don't aren't really that into it.
1: Yeah. Um And like they were both smart enough to be like at the end of the movie, they're like yeah, she's I'm not like, doing I don't this. think I'm gonna join anymore. <laughs> yeah. and, and I'm like, you you Yay. Like also, they're I- not well, it, I, and it's appreciative. I, yeah,
0: I also really liked how the uh, lead sorority bitch's like definition of not being boring was just being in the water. Yeah, because that was her explanation. She's like, she's like, the boys won't like boring sorority girls. You you have to not be boring, so go get in the water and swim around. <laughs> right that's the only qualifying factor for (laughs) not being boring is going into a lake and swimming around like i don't think that's how that works but okay
1: um if so i have been entertaining more than once in my life
0: yeah i've gone swimming i guess i'm not boring right i'm not swimming right now so i guess i'm very boring
1: a little bit just a little <sighs> bit maybe if you were just a bit wetter i let should me just go get a, get kiddie a cup pool. of water
0: just a kitty pool and... in here that i can just like yeah. splash around in every few minutes
1: yeah i i approve mm-hmm. i approve of this can we get you one that has like one of the like the little palm tree fountains oh it well too? it would have to yeah yeah we got to make you as entertaining as possible but according to weed bitch sorority you are boring and so am i yeah i'll take it yeah
0: um, we're all boring Despite the despite the efforts of continuity through both the series the continuity within the movie got a little dicey when they find the uh, wrecked speedboat. Yeah. That was not the same boat.
1: No.
2: That that, was but...
0: a, that wasn't even the right color. No. <laughs> it's I think the thing that the one they find is red. The one that was they were actually using out on the water was totally white. <laughs> like I get I get why they did that cuz getting a boat that large like beached, probably, you know, there's there's some, you know, complicated logistics concerns with that. Chances are they didn't actually own the boat that they used out in the water. They probably rented it, and the rental company mm-hmm. was probably like, yeah, you're not driving the boat onto the shore. <laughs> Your oh, insurance yeah. probably... doesn't cover that. You'd have to give us way more money than, than you have mm-hmm. to do that. So I get it, but they could have at least gotten the color right. <laughs> Like, no, it's very no. clear that the, the boat that's beached is way smaller <laughs> already, but it's not even the right color.
1: Yeah, I mean, but it's it's things like that. Like, yeah, the continuity would have been nice, but here goes like, the show. I hadn't even fucking noticed. I,
0: I, I know, like, I didn't care. It's not like, oh, fuck this movie. They switched the yeah. boats and thought we wouldn't notice? Bullshit. I was like I I totally noticed and I just kind of laughed like and I understood yeah. exactly why that the boats were different. I was just mm-hmm. like you couldn't get another white boat? <laughs> like <Nope>. what? <laughs> no. <you laughs> um, all the same boat. Get out of
1: here.
0: But the discovery of the boat does disprove one of those those very hard guaranteed rules laid out by by Scream and other such meta horror movies. The girl that survives the boat attack is the one that took off her top and showed her tits. You're right. She got naked in a horror movie and she lived.
1: We've come across a few of these. Lately. It's
0: it's happened, and this is like some of them, like like eaten live, had like two instances of it. But eaten live was like pre eighties, which I, I think is what a lot of yeah. those rules were kind of inspired by. Um, and a lot of times, like especially the nudity or the sex one, like they're usually pretty accurate. Uh, and especially yeah. like '80s and beyond, they're usually pretty accurate. So this is this is a modern horror movie that mm-hmm. had a woman show her breasts, and she didn't die for it.
1: Are we and, growing?
0: And and for that, I I give Lake Placid versus Anaconda bonus points.
1: No, I mean they they grew. They're also their first per- person. Well, they didn't have. Did they have anyone of color or a different authenticity? In this
0: movie? Yeah, I think it was a all a bunch of whiteies. Well Yeah. Maybe some of the goons, I can't remember. They were they were so just like generic blank goons that I don't really remember them too clearly.
1: Oh no. <clears throat> yeah i like so it kind of loses cool points for that because it's it's within it, the past 10 years and, but in and...
0: in the kind of town area it is like i could see that being like one of those small towns that it's just like
1: yeah oh, there's true
0: just, it's just nothing but white folk like true also like even if there were black folk they wouldn't be going anywhere near that goddamn lake
1: yeah so well, and like, they'd be like there's gators in right, there what the fuck
0: are like, you talking fuck, about you, you
1: white folks are crazy
0: no, <laughs> Where are you? so so I would imagine uh, maybe in the bar. I don't know. Like I didn't keep track of that. Uh, I probably I mean, should probably you've... try and start keeping better track of that. But
1: yeah.
0: Um. But yeah, no, they just wouldn't go near that shit. <laughs> like, I'm not getting involved no. in this. Are you fucking crazy? No, like, they wouldn't. Kind of like um <laughs> the 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 one uh, black character in Monday's Night of the Demons. He lived. Yeah, and that was an '80s horror movie. He lived.
1: Yeah, and
0: I he, just think and it's he sad that primarily we even because have to get... he was he was primarily like as soon as like even before freaky shit started happening, he's like, "I'm the fuck out of here." Right, I'm not dealing with this shit. I'm gone.
1: Like, I I just think it's sad that we even have to like keep track of shit like that. Like, yeah, it I mean, even...
0: I I don't I don't feel the need to keep track of it, but it is it it is something that is. Noteworthy and and oh, it, it's also like I keep track of it because a lot like that whole fucking oh the black guy always dies first in horror movies. So I keep track of it. It's if visible, anything, yeah. If anything, to one see how accurate it is, and, and two point out when it's not accurate because yeah, mm. like the you it propagates uh, like same same thing with the the nudity gets you killed thing like. To just make that blanket statement, it propagates, like, kind of an idea of what horror movies are that may not be necessarily completely accurate. Now, granted, I have pointed this out a lot, like, yeah, the black guy doesn't usually a lot of times die first, but Mm -hmm. most of the time he does die, and it's noteworthy because usually there's only that one black character in the entire movie.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: And that's, that, that should be fixed honestly like i would like to see more diversity in the cast list and everything like that not exclusively across the board because some stories just don't lend themselves well to it but like when it doesn't matter like yeah no more more diversity in it because i would love to see that where to the point where it stops being such a thing that you have to take notice of it where it's just you don't have to worry about shit like that it's just a fucking horror movie um but yeah um. Well, there's our side tangent for this episode. Right. <laughs> um. Let's see. Oh yeah, then and then uh, lead sorority bitch even has like probably one of the best deaths in the entire movie. Oh
1: yeah, it does. Where, it where, has where,
0: a lot of good deaths though. Oh, it does. It, it, it's got a bunch of amazing deaths, but like that one especially, where she she winds up eye to eye with one of the Crocs. And she's told that, you know, in order to potentially save her own life, all she has to do is lie there very still and very quiet and hope that it goes away. She manages this for about eh, 10 seconds at best before (laughs) screaming at the crocodile. Something about like not treating uh, someone in her sorority like this before full on punching the crocodile in the nose. The crocodile responds quite aggressively by chomping her fucking head off right? immediately. Right? It was so
1: good. It was so good. It was good. so
0: amazing and so true to her character that I'm like, mm-hmm. of course she would get herself killed like this. Of <laughs> um oh yeah other acts of the anacondas being absolute fucking badasses at one point at the at, in the climax of the film an anaconda tail whips a fucking crocodile in half
2: mm-hmm.
0: it just tail whips a fucking crocodile in half
2: mm-hmm.
1: that Not- was so beautiful <laughs>
0: <laughs> not to be outdone in this final climax. Oh, and, and earlier in the movie, uh, an anaconda wraps itself completely about around one of the crocodiles before making it, it explode. fucking explode. Yeah. But in the final climax, not to be outdone, one of the crocs tosses a fucking anaconda into a helicopter rotor. Yes. Completely shredding the snake and taking out the helicopter in the same move. Like, oh yeah, it was like. It was fucking awesome,
1: it really was. There were so many good moments in that movie, yeah, but no, like like it like I said, it got basically everything else that was not scariest movie or favorite story.
2: oh yeah <laughs> so, it got, uh... favorite
1: kill, favorite poster, comfiest movie, most disturbing sleeper hit, most disturbing, mostly because of the fact that. It um, they're they're trying to crossbreed some reptiles. Oh yeah, that. the
0: the opening scene implications, like like I don't know if I fully understood what it was they were trying to do, but I was pretty sure they were trying to get them snakes to to gang the fucking
1: crocodile. Possibly. Awesome, like I,
0: I I think that was the plan.
1: Yeah.
0: And based on the eggs that hatch at the end of the movie, that plan succeeded.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um. And then I guess, if you're done, I'm ready to go over the two yeah, the yeah. ranked ones. Yeah. So for ranked movies, the number one was Lake Placid versus Anaconda. And number two
2: was Boa. Yep.
1: For ranked man-eaters, it was Boa in first, and then Lake Placid versus Anaconda. Because technically, the snake, like Boa, at least it killed a lot of people. It was a man-eater. Mm-hmm. Whereas in, in Lake Placid versus Anaconda, that was not so much the case. It Like you said, I think it was one, and it wasn't fully yeah. in my like it wasn't like it wasn't till the very end so i wouldn't mm. classify them necessarily as man eaters in this one that's, they were crocodile eaters
0: that's very fair i mm-hmm. did the opposite i gave lake placid first place in that category i think just because i think i took a little pity on the movie and like just gave it overall well not pity but like uh, i was just like you know what the crocs it doesn't say ranked snake man eaters so i was like you know what mm-hmm. The Crocs did like, a fair amount of Goblin, and also just like the, the deaths in like, Placid vs. Anaconda were way more satisfying
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, than any of the ones. In, well, aside from maybe like the, the one of the snake crushing the dude's head against the pillar. That, like, that was the only death that really was unique and cool in that. Other than that, it was just like people exploding themselves mostly. Yeah, basically. Like, mo- yeah. Most of those people didn't even die of the snake, they just got themselves killed. with the environment
2: yeah
0: (laughs) um and to be fair i didn't really see the boa and boa eat any people really at all either it was killing people
2: it was killing
0: people but it wasn't really gobbling them
1: fair it ate the the irish chick
0: sure it tried to yeah well no i guess it did swallow her corpse (laughs) presumably Mm -hmm. um but at that point it's it's in terms of uh actual snake eating of human beings it's ranked with lake placid versus anaconda because lake placid versus anaconda it if anything lake placid versus versus anaconda edges it out a little because that snake fully swallowed that dude (laughs)
1: like
0: he was i didn't think about
1: it it that way but i'm still gonna keep it oh yeah it's it's fine
2: Um,
1: so, sir, tell me, how did the points rank up? I mean, I already know what one. Maybe you think?
2: <laughs> it was clearly, boa. Well, in
0: the, in the base count, they were they were pretty close. Boa had uh, had twenty. Well, actually, no, the base count. No, boa was way behind uh, with twenty six points. Oh, kill okay. count of twenty five and uh, just one instance of alcohol being consumed. Oh, good. Uh, Lake Placid versus Anaconda, thirty 32- two. People, crocs and snakes, were were killed over the course of Lake Placid versus Anaconda. There were four instances of nudity, uh, six consumptions of alcohol that I counted, and uh, one instance of people fucking
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, for a total of 43 points. And mm-hmm. then the grand totals is, yeah, Lake Placid versus Anaconda won by, like, almost double.
2: Ooh.
0: <laughs> 153 <laughs> points between us.
1: Uh, to Boa's
0: 66 points wow (laughs) (laughs) yeah we each gave Boa the exact same number of. we each gave Boa well we each gave both movies the exact same number of points Boa 20 and Lake Placid vs. Anaconda 55
2: yeah nice
0: Hmm. so congratulations you win
2: cool I not mean, I that it matters because we're we're, tra- yeah. we're
0: trading topics anyway but it's actually kind of worked out because i won last month and picked this topic mm-hmm. you won this month yeah. and you get to pick next month's topic
1: i have no clue what i want next month's topic
2: I oh think. no
1: yeah i thought on it and then like it, it was it was pulling up nothing so i gotta think on it a little bit more all right uh, actually no i do know i do oh, know i'm okay. sorry i want to do holiday horror. So whether it be Thanksgiving or Christmas, um, so or, any holiday. Uh, Thank specifically Thanksgiving or Christmas. So the the two big winter time, actually, winter holidays. There we go. So if you happen so to find Christmas, a Hanukkah, Hanukkah I, you Kwanzaa. know I'm gonna
0: have to look now for for holiday horrors that aren't like winter holiday horrors that aren't Christmas.
2: I've I never mean, seen I, one.
0: I don't know. Oh, if for
2: sure, one exists. So.
1: Um, well, and I, you know, it might exist for for Hanukkah just simply because the Jewish religion has a lot of scary parts.
2: Um,
1: oh, for sure. Yeah, th- namely the Dubik box.
2: Yeah, the,
1: yeah, like well, that. So that that is
2: about. Oh.
0: I just don't know if they're Hanukkah themed movies. They're just probably about the Dubik box.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Dizzy knows of a really terrible Thanksgiving one. Is it Poultry Geist or Thanksgiving?
1: I'm not choosing either of those.
0: Um, there's I can't remember the name of the third one, but I know it's not that one because
2: it's very obscure.
1: Oh, my God. There are several Hanukkah horror movies. Oh, Perfect. Yeah.
0: Wait. Do we want to narrow this down and just do do out out of the outside the box uh, Hanukkah horror? Because I mean, knowing that they exist now, like I'm absolutely gonna pick one.
1: Great. <laughs> right? I mean, I kind of wanted to do Pilgrim, but I I'm gonna do some t- looking before I do. By the way, one of the big ones that comes up has Sid Haig in it. Nice. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh huh. And Caroline Williams. Okay.
1: And P.J. Souls. Oh Miller, damn! Damn. left her was it?
0: Sounds familiar. I'd probably have to look at a picture. Nightmare on him. Elm Street. Nightmare on Elm. Who is he in Nightmare on Elm Street?
1: Oh, um, hold on. <laughs> I'm just reading off of the list.
0: He was—he was the deputy cop in the one scene. <laughs> yeah,
1: there we go. Hey, got to give him. Uh, apparently, he was also uh, the voice of Roger Rabbit.
2: Oh, oh, huh. interesting.
1: And he was in Back to the Future Part Two, Polar Express, Zodiac. He's been in a lot. Oh, all right. Yeah, he mostly seems to be a voice actor, though. As well, that's
0: I'm what thinking. it sounds like. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, I'm 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 down. There's apparently a lot of them.
0: Now mm-hmm. make sure they aren't all technically just the same movie with different titles, like Boa and New Alcatraz.
2: <laughs> oh my God! because so <laughs> Google I, a lie to you about movie. that.
1: You will you will have to. The one I was just describing is the one that I'm picking.
2: Okay. Um,
1: I'm, it's called Hanukkah.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: And, and the tagline is a uh, torrifying new tale of horror.
0: <laughs> so, so is the theme actually going to be Hanukkah horror? Yeah. Because if there's more than one, I, I'm picking one of the I, other I ones. I do
1: believe there is more than one. And,
0: just... I love that that could be a theme, that there's enough yeah. of these movies that exist that I was not aware of that it can be a theme.
1: So, so and the reason why the tagline is so great is torrifying. I know you know that that's true. A new tale of hora. It's H O R, A H. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which is a for for anyone that does not know, um the uh, hora is. Uh, uh, in, in real, uh, uh, it's a lady accepts money for Yeah, it's a dance in which performers form a ring. It's that oh. dance. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Hora. Yeah. But. And not the thing I said a horrifying new tale of horror
0: (laughs) oh i'm so pleased yeah we're doing
1: we're doing hanukkah we're doing hanukkah based horror uh and if that does not work then you know oh that'll work
0: if there's more than one that'll work (laughs) I I, i don't i don't care what the other ones are i'm picking one of them
1: right no it looks oh man no i'm excited Exci- I, I hope there's more than one. If not, we'll have to expand it. Too. Oh, I thought you
0: said there were a few.
1: It seems like there's a few, but I'm trying to figure out if it's all just... like They have so many different... Oh, my God. Jason can have them on Friday. Obadiah will be observing the Sabbath. Saturday. Um,
2: <laughs>
1: One of them is Fuck Christmas, Hanukkah. Oh, my God. The night Hebrew came home. Oh.
0: so there there oh. are multiples
1: uh i'm still checking I'm oh sorry. if you I, th- want to wrap I thought up. you
0: were describing other ones
1: no these are all the same fucking movie <laughs> that's my this interview. is the
0: unfortunate side of like yeah the the hanukkah horror film Literally just being called Hanukkah, so when you search Hanukkah horror movies, it's just this movie.
1: Well, I'm afraid <laughs> to type Jewish horror films because then it, oh, you have Night of the Living Jews. What? Night of the Living Jew- Jews. There's the Golem. Um, there's there's a couple like we might just do we might um expand it to Jewish horror. Just simply because I don't know if how many there are of Hanukkah, well, that's fair, yeah, so Jewish horror, I also kind of want to watch the movie about the divot box, all right, but yeah,
2: yeah, okay, so Jewish I'm horror
1: jewish horror yeah just to kind of broaden it and if you happen to find another like hanukkah themed one we can then condense it back down to hanukkah horror but yeah right now um we'll just expand it unless you find something that pinpoints it more so sure but yeah